It's my show. Wow, I can't believe this season is almost over. What? Yeah, well, we can't just go on and on without a break. I need a nap. Several naps, actually. But we nap every day. Yeah, but all this podcast stuff has really gotten in the way of the number of naps that I've been able to have a day. That's true. We work hard for the money. We really do. And thanks to our awesome Patreons, we will continue to work hard so that they'll stick by our side. And all of our subscribers, too. Well, we don't have that many. But we will. Anyway, this season is almost over but and... what's our audience going to do we break. Well, since we're only going to take a short four-week break after our 20th episode. Wow, 20, that's a lot. I suggest our newest listeners go back into our back catalog. Ooh, that sounds so fancy. It is. And they should listen to our older episodes. Good idea. And for our beloved Patreons. What are they going to do? Well, they're going to get a bonus episode full of outtakes. Oh, that's when we mess up or crack ourselves up or when we're just plain silly. Exactly. Well, we got a lot of those. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to miss you, Indy. Wait, where are you going? I mean, I'm going to miss you during our break. We still live together. Yeah, I know, but you better bet your ass I'm going to be hiding under the bed and the couch to get away from you as much as possible. Rude! All right, all right. So before we get into today's episode, we have a bit of business to cover as per usual. I'm a business bitch! You're a redundant bitch, that's for sure. First off, we'll answer a question that was sent to us from our loyal Patreon, Olga. Olga sent us a question via Instagram, and because she's a loyal Patreon, she gets top priority in having a question answered on our show. That's right. If you want to get to the top of our long list of questions, make sure to sign up to become a Patreon for as little as three bucks a month at patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy show. All right. So, Olga wants to know, when a family has a dog and they have a new fleshy baby, what can a mother and father do to get their dog to accept the newborn? Huh. That's a great question, Olga. You know, luckily for us, we've never had to experience that because our rents are sans flesh blobs. Yeah, we're their fur blobs. But if they did have a flesh blob in the house, we definitely would want to be prepared. Preparation is key. One of the key things when fleshies have flesh blobs is that they have to do all kinds of stuff before that flesh blob is born. But if you have a pup in the house, get ready to do even more work. Yeah, don't just spring an amazing smelling baby in the house without warning. We'll want to eat it for sure. Indy's, uh, <laughs> Indy's just kidding, folks. <laughs> Remember, Indy, we're not supposed to eat babies. We'll get put down for that. All right. Never mind. Babies smell awful. If you're smart, you'll make sure that Fido doesn't feel jealous since your love will undoubtedly be split between him and a new, awful-smelling baby. And with the daddy. Eh, maybe. So don't give Fido so much attention leading up to the weeks before you're going to poop out the newborn. Because then, when the baby gets all the attention... Bam! Dog might get jealous and blame the baby. True, and when you bring the baby home for the first time, make sure to greet Fido separately. Get him calm before bringing in the new little stranger, especially if Fido is known to be a hyperactive greeter. Zeddy freaks out when Mama and Daddy come home after being gone for hours. You don't want a dog trying to jump on you when you're holding your little pop fight. Also, give us something to sniff on, you know, something that the baby wears so we can get used to his scent. Like a bakey. Or those cute little onesies that they put on the flesh blobs and say, I was born this way. Or I'm with fatty. Haven't seen that one yet. The arrow points towards the father, by the way, not the mother, because, well, that would be totally rude. Also, if you really want to be prepared, you could start playing baby noises for Fido just a couple of weeks before the baby comes home. You know, to prepare him for what's about to... Burn his ears. The incessant crying all the time. The cooing is cute, but the crying, the crying and crying and crying. 
crying at all hours of the day and night, the nonstop crying of the flesh blobs. Are you finished? Not yet. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, I'm finished. You forgot to say and scene. And scene. Also, don't get mad at Fido if he tears up all the flesh blobs toys. Yeah, how the hell is he supposed to know that the toy wasn't for him? Yeah, you don't want Fido to associate bad behavior with the new flesh blob smell. And when you do let Fido get close to the baby, invite him to smell your baby while you're holding him. Give positive feedback to Fido when he gently sniffs baby Frank. The Flesh Blob's baby's name is Frank now? Yeah, well, we just keep going on and on about him. I figured we might as well name him Flesh Blob Frank. It's an okay name for a band. Also, make sure Fido has his own safe place away from Frank. You know, a crate, the bed, a gated area where... Where Fido can find solace away from non-stop crying Frank. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, don't forget... Baby gates are just as much for us as they are for Frank. Keep little psycho Frank away from me. Yeah, and as Frank gets older, don't let him tug on our ears or pet us like we're whack a Train Frank or we'll let him know what's up. If Frank yanks on my tail, I'll train him myself if you won't, and it won't be pretty. Reason number four why not having a tail isn't so bad. And if for any reason Fido has already shown aggressive behavior towards children, or he's the jealous type like Zenny, like me, you may want to consider eh, some professional training. I can't believe I'm actually saying this with an actual dog trainer who's worked with dogs and this type of behavior and situation before. That's very generous of you. I know. Well, we don't really want Frank to get bit. Maybe I could just have a nibble? <laughs> no, Indy, no. With that fresh newborn baby scent. It's not a time machine. I just want to lick him all over. <laughs> okay, okay. So, to our loyal Patreon, Olga, whose brother and sister-in-law is expecting a newborn flesh blob soon. Good luck and tell them to get sleep now. All right, next order of business. Jesus, more? Yep. As we're now on our 17th episode, we've had some time to think about how we'd like to structure our episodes for the upcoming season. Structure is always good. It gives us dogs a feeling of security and trust. Yeah, like in general, we pups like to be walked and fed at the same time of the day, etc., etc., etc. But we can nap whenever. So one of the things we're going to start, and there are a few new things, but we'll start off slowly and add just one today, is our new segment... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In this weekly segment, we will touch on dog news that's happening recently around the world. So, what do we got for today? Well, there's so much, but here's one for today. In Germany, a new fleshy law that may go into effect early next year states that for the good of dog health and welfare, dog parents must walk their dogs at least two times a day for a total of at least one hour a day. Oh, that's brilliant. And the new law also prohibits dogs from being chained up or left alone for long periods of time. In the words of Indy... Rude. Unless you want to, you know, leave me home alone with a delicious smelling Frank flesh bomb. Andy. Sorry. Next piece of doggo news is the amazing story of a puppy that was saved by fleshies when a horde of snakes wrapped itself around the little fella. What? That's awful. Yeah, some fleshies called on the snake guy. They have snake guys? Well, he was some guy who knew how to handle snakes, and they found the dog underneath a fallen tree with four snakes wrapped around its poor little body. Snakes. Why do you have to be snakes? And 
been seen. If the Fleshy didn't save the little pup, they probably would have strangled it to death and then eaten it. Oh, no! Yeah, the footage is pretty incredible. You can check it out on our Facebook page where we put all of our Doggo News stuff, including other amazing videos like the ones we'll talk about coming up in this episode. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash the Zed Indie Show. And while you're there, don't forget to give us a like. All right, so moving on to today's topic. Wait, do you think our listeners like the new segment Doggo News? I don't know. How are we supposed to know right this second? It's not like they can tell us. Yeah, I'm just a bit insecure about it. It's fine, Indy. I'm sure they liked it. It's Doggo News. It's informative. Oh, okay, okay. You're right. All right, go on. All right, so in light of how sedentary we've been as of late... Because of this awful heat wave. Yeah, it's been like 100 degrees and humid for the past week. Awful. My eyes are burning from all the fires out here in California. Yeah, thankfully we live farther away from most of the fires, but we can still smell them. It's been a constant haze of heat and smog. Horrible. So anyway, since we've been cooped up inside for the past week, I mean, besides our daily walks, I've been thinking more and more about all the adventures we used to have. Some great adventures. The mountains, hiking, biking. Stand up paddleboarding with mother. I don't do that. I won't do that. If they can find a board big enough for you, they will take you I out there. I not go. Oh my God. What are you afraid of? The water dogs? The seals? Yes. You said they have crazy long whiskers and they bark like dogs. Yeah, that's why they're called water dogs, stupid. Don't call me stupid. Anyway, in honor of all the adventures we used to have, this week's episode is all about daredevil dogs. Woohoo! I'm sort of slightly attracted to those crazy pups. Oh yeah? Why? Because they're sporty? Exactly. It's like, who'd I like to be in my next life? In your next clone life? No, in my next life after the Rainbow Bridge. I'm not sure if I'm following you. Listen, you either go to the Rainbow Bridge and retire, or you don't. What if the Rainbow Bridge is just the interim before you zap into to another doggo body that's about to be born. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, that's what I'd like to zap into, a doggy daredevil. You mean a daredevil dog. That is exactly what I said. Why do you gotta correct me all the time? Okay, okay. Anyway, now I would like to zap into a wolf. You know, transform into our real ancestor. <laughs> you is a wolf? Yeah, right. What's so funny about that? Well, it's just you. You're so tiny. Wolves are so large and in charge. Yeah, that's why it's called transformation. Okay, okay. We'll see. Yeah, we will, won't we? Yeah, or we won't. Anyway, back to the subject. Daredevil Dogs! First, let's talk about what constitutes a daredevil dog. These are dogs who do outrageous things for sport or fun. But who don't do it for a living. Right, it's not like they're getting paid to do it, like the 9-11 dogs who sniffed out survivors that we talked about in episode 15. Wait, did they get paid? You know, actually, I'm not sure. Good question, maybe they did it. I honestly feel like if anybody got paid, it was their parents. Good point. See, lots of dogs are like child actors in that way. We do the work, our parents get paid, and the only thing we can do is try to get emancipated from them. You know a dog that was emancipated from its rent? Hmm, I guess not. Exploitation at its worst. Those dogs need their own lawyers. For sure. Anyway, you have to admit, Z, that even if a lot of these daredevil dogs probably don't get paid... A lot of their parents probably do. And on top of that, we're not advocating for you to try these stunts with your pups, because chances are they may not even be too keen on it either. I mean, it takes a special kind of dog to jump on a kite board and get wiped out by waves. Hey, slow down there, Speedy McGee. Wait until we get there on the list. Oh, right. Sorry. All right, so let's talk about Doggy Daredevil number five, Neo the Parkour Pup. Neo's one of those dogs I wouldn't mind meeting. 
handsome and agile. Yeah, Neo's a badass. He's even in the Guinness Book of World Record for fastest tire slalom for dogs. He jumps so high and fast, he can even jump on trees. Yeah, he's known as the Parkour Collie. He's a Border Collie, which is also the type of dog we talked about in episode 15, if you want to go back and listen to some of our older episodes. You know, when I was a young pup, I used to do some parkour myself. Come on, don't exaggerate. No, I did. I used to run so fast and fly up the stairs into the backyard that mother would call me the flying dog. Wish we had a video of that, you know, for evidence. What, you don't believe me? I remember, Z, I'm just saying you can't really compare yourself to Neo. Well, if I really wanted to, maybe I could do the stuff that Neo does. But the truth is, you know, I'm just not that into it anymore. You know, when I was younger, Mother bought me a kid-sized hula hoop to try to get me to jump through it. How did that go? I told her she should jump through it herself. Yeah, yeah you've never been one for obedience. They thought for sure they could train me, you know, because I'm so smart. Uh-huh. They even took me to one of those indoor dog agility courses. And how did that go? I told them that they could go run the obstacle course themselves if they wanted to. <laughs> so I guess you wouldn't be into one of those races like the Rough Mudder. Oh yeah, those obstacle courses that the fleshies do while they run in the mud and stuff? Exactly. But now they have them for doggos. Well, I don't like getting muddy so much. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying it. Messes up my do. You are so vain. But I'd watch you do it, Indy. You could be a Rough Mudder. I'd try it. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Moving on. Next up on our list of doggo daredevils. You mean daredevil dogs? It's number four, Jumpy the Skateboarding Dog. Yet another Border Collie. Yeah, we gotta meet some. Maybe when the doggy Tinder finally goes up. Jumpy's from L.A., so you never know. We may run into her someday. Yeah, she's skated in movies, even with fleshy superstars like pro skater Tony Hawk and my disco superhero, John Travolta. Jumpy learned how to skateboard from his father, Omar, who used to take her along when he practiced skateboarding himself. Jumpy would get so excited that she would try to chase Omar when he was skating. So he finally put her on his own skateboard and off she went. Yeah, Omar didn't even have to push her around to make her go like some fleshies do with their dogs. I mean, Jumpy's technique is down. I like to rollerblade with Daddy. Does that count? I pulled him super fast, as you can see on our Instagram page. Check it out at the Zeddy and Indy Show. I'm in that video too, you know. Yeah, but I pulled Daddy faster than you do. You get all pooped out after just two short streets, then you gotta get plopped into Mama's bicycle basket. I could continue on. It's just she likes me to ride with her. Uh-huh. Anyway, you can also check out Jumpy the Skateboarder's moves along with all the other daredevil dogs we're mentioning in this episode by checking out our Facebook page, The Zeddy and Indy Show. You'll flip out over these videos. Including our next doggo daredevil. Daredevil dog. You say tomato, I say amato. Doggy daredevil number three. Abby, the amazing Australian Kelpie, is another Guinness Book World Record holder for the longest ride by a surfing dog. Surfing dogs are so cool. Yeah, I love Abby too because she's a rescue dog like us. Her owner, Michael Huey, another Californian, got her at the shelter. She was shy at first, but eventually, after taking her for hikes and bike rides, he took her to the beach for one day when he was out surfing. And she jumped on someone's board. A sure sign that your dog wants to swim. Not all dogs want to go in the water like me and Indy who won't even go in the pool. Yeah, Mom and Daddy try to put you on their boogie boards. I don't know why they call it that. It's not boogie worthy at all. And they float you around on the pool on it in your face. <laughs> you grip on that board for dear life like you're going to die. I do not. I'm actually okay with going into the pool on the board. I've been doing a lot better lately. Anyway, 
Even if most dogs tend to doggy paddle by nature, it doesn't mean that we all like it. Yeah, but surfing dog Abby clearly loves it. She's won doggy surfing contests. I want to go to a doggy surfing contest. Do you think there will be some babes there? Hey, you better get that poop into bikini shape. I gotta wear a bikini? Never mind. On the opposite end of the spectrum is daredevil dog number two, Crusoe the Dotsend, who loves to ski. In the snow? I love the snow. Huh, we've talked about this before. You've only been in the snow like twice, and you don't really even know how to piss in it. The coldness on my coochie does freak me out a bit. I like to write my name in the snow. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, Crusoe is from Canada, and this little wiener pup gets all dolled up in his snow gear. Yeah, you gotta see his threads. Super cute scarf, jacket, even has skiing goggles. And his parents strap him onto his own ski, and they ride along with him down the slopes. He's pretty adorable, I must say. I wouldn't mind if we got a Dotson. Nope. Why not? Because they're too cute. I'm the only cute little dog allowed in this house. Jealous much? Yep. The only thing I wonder about is if, you know, if Caruso's little balls freeze up. If he has any. True. Would you do it? Would I freeze my balls? You know I don't have any. No, stupid. Would you go skiing? Oh, uh, I wouldn't do most of these daredevil sports. You know, I got bad hips, Cindy. Yeah. What about you? Would you? I would if Daddy was doing, like, the Iditarod. Mush, mush, mush. You know, I could do it. I could be the front lead dog pulling Daddy in the snow. Guiding those sled dogs right off the cliff. <laughs> and finally, number one on our list of doggo daredevils. You just can't get it right, can you? I mean, it rolls off the tongue so much easier if you just say it the way I wrote it. Daredevil dogs. Daredevil dogs. There, are you happy? Uh, a little bit. Okay, go on. You know, before I talk about this crazy bananas dog, I feel compelled to discuss the ethics of this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, just like with those crazy videos that you see of all those fleshy, strapping dogs in their backpacks and racing down the street on motorcycles. It's terrifying, and it's kind of exhilarating, but it's terrifying. I just feel like the dog has no say in these videos. Yeah, Andy and I can speak fleshy, but most fleshies don't speak dog. Exactly, so their pups aren't really able to communicate with their parents that maybe, they just that maybe want to ride or skate or surf or... Die? Yeah, exactly. Just because we die for you doesn't mean that we actually want to. And a lot of you fleshies ignore our signals, like our constant licking of our lips. A flat-out deathly look of fear. And some of us blatantly moan like little scared chihuahuas and you still ignore us. So with that being said, we want you all to take the number one daredevil dog with a great assault. Oh, now you say it right. Because the truth is, is we don't know if this pup was actually down for all this action. All right, all right. Let's just get on with it already. I had to get the disclaimer out of the way. Okay, noted. Carry on. Number one of our doggy daredevils is... Australian cattle dog, Whisper the Base Jumper. I mean, really, that shit's batshit crazy. Yeah, I thought us sticking our heads out the time machine was dangerous. Whisper's father, Dean Potter, is an experienced adventurer and documentarian who's filmed him and his pup, Whisper, jumping from the tallest cliffs with what's known as a squirrel suit. He's jumping from the tallest cliffs with Whisper strapped to his back. That's right. So when Fleshies use that phrase, when pigs fly, well, all they got to do is substitute dogs for pigs and that phrase becomes obsolete. Because this dog flies. You know, even if you're not a fan of Facebook, you really got to go over to our Facebook page and check out this video. It's insane. 
know, I can smell the fear in Whisper's gut, especially when he's being hoisted to cross over the mountain's crevasse to get to the cliff that he's gonna jump from. Could you imagine? No way in blueberry pancake. I would be so pissed if father and mother tried to do this with us, especially in a squirrel suit. They know how much I hate squirrels. Yeah, I have to admit though, Whisper sure looked happy when they made it to the ground. Yeah, happy because he didn't die. Agreed. I mean, I would have flat out slapped Mama and Daddy when we got to the ground. Whap! Don't you ever, 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 ever do that to me again! <laughs> yeah, until the next time they do. Whap! What did I say? Could you imagine if we could whap them with our paw? A good backhand? That would be incredible. Anyway, although the footage is amazing, I have to admit that the idea of seeing the world from a literal bird's eye view would be incredible, but I still feel completely torn about this adventure. Yeah, agreed. Don't go out and try this with your pup fleshies. Just because you skydived once on your 21st birthday when you were drunk doesn't mean you're some kind of expert where you could just strap a dog to your chest and jump out of a plane. Or a cliff. So what's something you wouldn't mind trying if you were actually brave, Indy? Hey, I am brave. You know what I mean, if you were actually brave. I wouldn't mind maybe trying to ride a unicycle. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Could you imagine? You with your bugging out eyes as you try to keep your balance on a one-wheeled bike? <laughs> what are you, some kind of circus animal? I just think it might be fun to, you know, try. <laughs> You'd eat it so fast. Ass over face. <laughs> I've seen other dogs do it. <laughs> and as we know, you are not other dogs. Todd, what would you do then? <laughs> uh, me? Uh, let's see. You know, I wouldn't mind trying out uh, Olympic diving. What? You just said like two minutes ago that you hated the pool. Yeah, but, you know, I imagine it more like running on a dock towards a lake and then leaping far into the water. You drowned. I know how to swim. I think you've been watching too many videos. It just looks so refreshing, especially now in this heat wave. Yeah, like the one doggo who miscalculated his leap and went... Ass over face? <laughs> yeah, you just recently posted that on our Facebook page. That shit was hilarious. Let's be real, though, Z. You and I both are really not the sporty dogs. Yeah, you're more like Scary Spice. And you're more like Spot Spice. Well, at least she's married to David Beckham, so that makes me closer to sporty than you. Whatever. I could catch a tennis ball in my mouth. What can you do? I catch your farts in my mouth. <laughs> okay, so we're not the sportiest. But seriously, check me out on our IG page, and you'll see how fast I can pull Daddy on rollerblades. And now, let's go ahead and read a page from our yet-to-be-published book. It's a coffee table book for all of our new listeners. It's a huge coffee table book. It could be a coffee table. 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog Is So Much Better Than Having a Kid. Reason number 142. R-rated movies. Knock, knock. Who's there? Why don't pirates like to go to the movies? Wait, is this a knock-knock joke or not? Well, it was until I, I realized it wasn't. Huh? Just scratch what I said. I'm starting over. Why don't pirates like to go to the movies? Why? Because they're rated R. Oh, boy. So, reason number 142 in our book is all about rated R movies. 
Yeah, because it's going to take you 18 years before you can watch a rated R movie with your kid. I mean, you could watch them earlier with them, but then you'd be labeled a questionable parent. But with dogs, you can watch all the rated R movies you want. Yeah, we don't care. You can even throw in a porno or two. Gross. We don't want to watch or hear that. Yeah, put on a horror film, a stupid sex drama. Fifty Shades of Grey Wolves. We don't care. We'll watch it with you. And we won't squirm or cry at the scary stuff. We'll even clean up the popcorn that you drop on the floor. Best vacuum cleaners ever. So what's your favorite rated R movie, Indy? Oh, I love Dog Day Afternoon. Annika! Annika! And scene. Ooh, Al Pacino. Ooh, hoo What in the hell are you doing? Uh, that's me, doing Al Pacino. You are terrible at impressions. <laughs> anyway, my favorite rated R movie is Amores Pedals. I can't watch that. Too much dog fighting. Yeah, but it's shot so well. I mean, the cinematography is incredible. Anyway, you're not going to be able to watch that with Frank. <laughs> yeah, no fucking way. So, that about wraps up today's episode. Thanks again for tuning in, everybody. Get ready for the most amazing episode next week when we call on one of our favorite fleshies to join us. Hey, don't give it away, Indy. Trust us, you won't want to miss it. So tune in every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on the gram at The Zeddy and Indy Show. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Zeddy and Indy Show. We're also on Twitter if you're into birds. And if you'd like to become a patron, visit our website at thezeddyandindyshow.com or you can go directly to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash The Zeddy and Indy Show. For as little as $3 a month, you can get special perks like early access to our shows, exclusive bonus episodes available to Patreons only, and more. Which reminds me to give a special shout out to our Fuck Kibble Patreons, Leisha and, and Olga! Woohoo! So thanks again for listening, and until next time, smell, smell you later! later.